Hey, D Swizzle. Who who won the preseason at, at, at 2020? Who won the preseason? Hmm. You tell me. Exactly. No one knows. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> Welcome to tonight's episode for the Shooter's Roll. Tonight we're going to be talking about the race for the eighth seed. Tonight joining us is our panel. Welcome, T. How are you doing tonight? Yo, what up, what up? Let's get into it, man. Am I the dude? D-Swizzle, where are you at, man? Where you at, bro? Hi, mate. Uh, look, I'm uh, in, in, in my own bubble here at home, but... The start wubble, of the season, it's start, you know, it, it's in full swing now with the scrimmages, so I'm pretty excited about the season proper resuming. Yeah, I can't wait either. And tonight, I'm hosting tonight, my name's RJ, welcome to the Shooters Roll, let's get into it. So Dex, which teams are you covering tonight for the race for the eighth seed? Uh, look, I'll be covering the Kings and the future Bright Suns who have a Ooh. less than 1% chance to make it, but I'll make the case for them. Oh, oh, this I got to hear. This I have to hear. And T, who do you have? So, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at um, some teams are a bit higher in the standings than the Suns. So, first of all, the first one is uh, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, currently in the A spot. And actually, the Spurs aren't in the A spot. Um, that's the other team I'm covering. So. You, you hear about my comments and my arguments why they will make the eighth seed. Fair enough, fair enough. So tonight I'm going to be covering uh, the Portland Trail Blazers and the New Orleans Pelicans. So I've got two good teams, I think. Uh, let's get right into it. So Dex, I want to hear your Phoenix Suns argument because you seem to be very confident. But if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't be. You gotta you gotta start from the bottom, right? They are less one percent chance to make the eighth seed. Uh, let's let's put it this way: they they bring an exciting brand of basketball. Uh, rookie uh, Ricky Rubio's back from his uh, little COVID incident test, and um, but he's up and playing. They've actually uh, done well um, in the scrimmages and you know they took down the defending champs the Raptors um, great play from Mikel Bridges in in that game and you know what they have two players in Booker and Aiton who could really really put a run together uh, when or when or if they choose to play these games so I think it all depends on how they start off, how they will currently, you know, if they get on a roll, win their first two games, I think that they can go streaking to uh, that elusive, that elusive final spot. Let's have a look at their roster. They're, they're looking at playing the Wiz, chalk that up as a win. The Mavericks. Oh, is, wow. Is, too is, confident. Is Luca even, you know, game fit? Who knows? They're playing the Clippers. That'll be a test. That'll be a test. But, you know, and the Clippers have been playing well, but they 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 can get possibly on a run. And, you know, the Pacers, then the Heat, then the Thunder, and then the 76ers. So it's not an easy, not an easy schedule. That last three times. 
But that last three is hard. Oh, it's hard. But they've got proven savvy vets who can take them. Like they've still got Rubio. Um, Baines, I think, will be right to go, even though he tested positive for COVID. But on their given day, they can outscore any team in the league with Booker and Aiden there. So, look, less than one percent chance. But you know, I'm all about the underdog, Ooh. and I think, and I think, if okay, all okay. things work into play, we will be having a different conversation in a week's time. So. Future Bright Suns, eighth seed of the playoffs, baby. Uh, my turn. <laughs> I just woke up. I just woke up. All I heard was the Suns and I fell asleep. Uh, uh. I was talking about. <laughs> oh. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The Suns are only in the bubble because the NBA had to play a certain amount of games and there had to be a certain amount of teams involved. In terms of them winning anything, like, like last year, your point guard, who wanted him? No one. Like he ended up with the Suns because the Jazz got rid of him. Um, you got Darren Booker. Like he, he hasn't, like he scores 70 points and the team loses by 40 and he takes a photo with the team. He 70. needs help, man. He needs help. <laughs> and yeah, I don't, I don't see them making it. They're, they're too far out and uh, all these players will be playing for their contracts next year. They're just, they're just there to make up the numbers. That's it. Yeah, you speak of Ricky Rubio like that. I mean, he's just put in a great game. 22 points, four rebounds. There's the preseason. Four steals. Come on. Four from six from three point. Great. Hey, hey, look at look at all the stars. How many how many minutes they're playing? Like literally, you 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 have 15 players on on your team. The team is playing the the the, the bottom 10 guys. (laughs) So it's not comparable. This is preseason. Preseason is all about uh, journeymen, and preseason is all about these guys that you might need, you know. And and once the once the all stars will start playing, the Suns the Suns don't have don't stand a chance. But that, that, but, love- but, 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 but 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 to your credit, maybe COVID nineteen is a good thing for them because the star on the other team, all the stars on the other team are out. They have a shot to win. Hey, right? It's an uphill battle. I know that because. You know, um, having a look at the standings, they are six games off the Grizz. So they pretty much need to win every game to make wow. it. Wow. And the Suns. fire right now. Mate, mate, they can do it. They can do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've had enough of that, RJ. Can I move on to the next one? <laughs> go, go, go. Who's your team? Uh, because we mentioned the, the Grizz, I will talk about the Grizz. Right, okay, currently okay, in okay. A spot, you, you got um, the 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 rookie of the year, mark my words. Uh, in out the point guard, uh, John Morant, he will basically be the he, he will be the rookie of the year. They have a four game cushion over the nice spot, Sacramento Kings. Um, they have their center, um, and you know they they have they have vets, they have vets on the team, and I think that. All these things combined with also Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow? <laughs> yeah, Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow, uh, yeah. They will, they will maintain their spot. They don't have to win every game. The, the pressure's not there. But uh, they have to win more games, I guess, than they can lose. There's more of a cushion. There's more of a cushion for that, for sure. That's my argument. Yawn. 
yawn. My counter argument is this: they don't have the experience, and I reckon this is my view that it's theirs to lose. The eighth seed is theirs to lose, given the cushion that they have to the Blazers, the Pels, and the Kings. I don't think they've got the medal in them to keep hold of that spot. I just don't think they've got the experience or the wherewithal to hold it down. That's my counter argument. Yeah. It's a lot riding that you the team's riding on a rookie to carry them into the playoffs. But he's played well all year. Like it, it, it's a testament to him that he's been rookie of the year. How many posters do you want to be on? And uh, he posterized a lot of Sun players, uh, especially your center, the Sun center. <laughs> oh, it said clip right here. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. Aj, Aj, what are your thoughts on on the teams you're covering? Well, first I'll cover the New Orleans Pelicans. Now these guys. I mean, don't write them off, okay? Don't write these guys off on paper. They look good. They look real good. Uh, since they pick up the, their trade from the Lakers uh, with the acquisition of Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. Uh, who's the other player? Uh, the other player uh, that they picked up, so. Josh Hart, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. So, uh, Ball. Ball. Yeah, Lonzo Ball, yeah. So... Since they've like you know acquired these players, uh, you can tell that these guys have actually changed their path towards you know winning, and, and you can tell that especially with the with the coach like Al, Alvin Gentry is a very good coach um, and knows how to coach guys uh, and and sort of plays for their potential. I mean, you could they got Drew, Drew got, they got their front court looks really good. They got um, Lonzo Ball, and they've got uh, Drew Holiday. I mean, that's a great front lineup, and that's a very good defensive lineup too. Um, and then when you move to the backcourt, uh, or you move to their guards, you've got, you know, when healthy, uh, we need him back. Uh, JJ Redick uh, with his hamstring injury, so we need him back. Uh, but we also have, um, you know, other players to combine with scoring with like Josh Ingram, well, with, um, what's his name? I think JJ's Brandon back. Ingram, sorry. I think JJ's back. I basically saw him in the highlights yesterday. He was on five or three point low. So Yeah, but they still have to be they still have to be wary about his injury because his injury is still it's not it's it's healed, but you know, with injuries you never know. and you can't sort of use them in you have to use them in spurts. You have to be smart how to use your players. And now Zion's back. I reckon confidence is back up because now you've got someone down below to help uh, with rebounding and, and defense along with um, with their current center and also their, their backup center too. So they've got a great, uh, great chance of making the eight, which will they make, I think, was it for, for the first time in a while? Yeah, so, and they, and, first time in a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, um, the manager, the, who's the guy that's hiring the, the players or the one that's been at? Oh man, he's done a great job, dude. I'm telling you, next year you have to watch him because I reckon he might pull a great move and, and acquire one more player. That's what I think. Um, we're not talking about next year, buddy. We're talking about, we're talking about this year. It's eight, it's eight I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, hey, I'm just saying. I'm just because... trying to say a topic. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Topic. But be careful. These guys are the dark horse. 
don't write them off because they're young. They do have great, talented players led by a good point guard. So you better keep watch for these guys. Never write them off. You know what I like about it? Uh, the Pels, their schedule is probably the, one of the easiest going into Easiest, it. absolutely. Yeah. Well, so they, they have to take advantage of it. I'll start off top. They've got the Jazz, Clippers, and then they go Grizzlies, Kings, Wizards, Spurs, Kings. I, there's, there's that back end of that schedule is they're all gim, they're all gimmies. So um, it's mm. you know they're going to have a tough task though trying to rope in the Grizzlies with the the Grizzlies buffer. And I think that's the only yes. thing I've got against them is is they've got some ground. I can agree with that. And they need the Grizz to capitulate in some way. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But in terms of the Clippers, facing the Clippers, uh, I don't know. Because they've got, well, Lou, Lou's out for the moment um, due to uh, strip club um, intentions. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not really feeling the Clippers at the moment. So I think they've, they, that's a 50-50, that one. So I think they've got a good run. I have a yeah, feeling they may be able to take advantage of it. Yeah, my, my thoughts on, I guess, the Pelicans is um, they're missing that superstar. Like, who Yes. Who are they going to? Like, will I, will I win the shots? I guess it's a two-point game. Drew. It's Drew. And they Drew. But then, yeah, they get you know, Drew. Pe- people, people say Ingram. And then people say, you know. It's a split. But, but it's, it's not clear. Split. It's not clear. Right? You, think about, you, think about, you think about any top team, you, you kind of have your player set. Yeah. You know? So, so that's, that's the issue. That's my issue. They'll be young. Uh, it's probably one year too early. Uh, they, they, are, they, are, they have a chance. I, I believe they have a chance, but yeah, I don't think that um, they, they, they will get above the Grizz. So, my thoughts. Sweet. Ooh. All right. Fair enough. Let me talk about this, my. Your turn. Oh, oh. T. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Take it. Who's your second turn? Ladies first. Uh, all right. Such a gentleman. <laughs> Such a sentiment. Dick Swizzle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sam. So, so, so my pick is a team that's uh, been in the playoffs uh, what, 18 seasons in a row. Uh, they haven't missed the playoffs for so long. Uh, it's the Spurs, right? So the Spurs have a Hall of Fame coach, Greg Popovich. Uh, he he's hasn't missed the playoffs in a long time. Uh, they still have mm-hmm. one player in De- DeMar DeRozan. Uh, that, that is a superstar. He, he's king. He's king of the mid-range. So you give a mid-range shot. To hit that, and he's also he's also a gangster. <laughs> Other groups. So these things are combined with uh, the experience, uh, they can go on a run, win every game, and make the A spot. You know, if you put odds on the Spurs versus the rest of the league or the rest of the teams in the eight, um, my bets are on number eight, which is the Spurs will be number eight. Thoughts? Cool. Dex, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, T right. launched into his argument, um, and his key person he he emphasised was the old coach. Oh my goodness! Like this is this is what you're hanging your hat on, an old man. My goodness, I understand he's he's a Hall of Famer, and no doubt, you know, it's been. I think it's. 21 years, correct? 22 me, years, 20, 22 years to be correct. 22 years in the yes. playoffs. Um, 
But I think that run's coming to an end. Oh, sorry, it's 21, you're correct. It will be 22 if they get in now, my bad. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's hey, right. Tell us I'm 21, right. I think. Hey. You're wrong. <laughs> I just don't think they've got the firepower to, uh, you know, again, they need to win the majority of their games, if not all their games, to assert the Grizz. And um, I don't think they've got the upside that the Pels have, nor the Blazers, who RJ's going to speak to us about um, shortly as well. So I have my doubts that that streak, the pop streak, will will continue. You would. You would. I would. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Jay, thoughts? Yep, so ended at 21 because this year it's done. Um, I, have, I have, you know what, I have the same argument from, from what I can see. Um, DeRozan, if you're going to lean on DeRozan, your chances are not going to be that great. Um, he's a bit inconsistent uh, with his performances. Um, uh, you're gonna ask for really gay for help? I don't know. Lamarcus Aldridge? Mm, I don't know. Is he Mills? Out. He's actually out. So. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, what Spurs or Aldridge? Aldridge. Okay. I think you can call that out then there too. But I, I don't think they their firepower at the moment as well. Nah, I, I, they haven't got enough. I mean, who else do they have to rely on? I mean. By, by the looks of it, the way uh, Pop is, co- is coaching them at the moment, um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he, his effect on these players does, is, doesn't resonate deeply. And I don't think that they sort of get it. Unlike from past teams that they've had that entering the playoffs, they had depth, they had, they had good basketball IQ. I just think that with the current lineup that he's got at the moment, I think they don't have it. I just don't think that they don't have it. That's my personal opinion. Man, they got Patty Mills, man. The the life spark plug. He's gonna go off. He's gonna hit ten threes every game. Uh, I'm going into that. Oh, every game. Oh, jeez. Hey, man, I'm not running against Patty. He, I'm, he's I'm gonna shoot with it. Patty. I like Patty. He's gonna shoot it. He's gonna shoot it. If you give him the opportunity, he's gonna shoot everything. So there's there's opportunity. He's done it before in the Olympic games. So I'm standing by Patty. <laughs> If, if Pop gives him the green light, that is. He, who else has he got? Like, who, who else has he got? That's exactly. It. Who else has he got? Exactly. Who else has he got? Roll the dice, mate. Roll the dice. All right, Dex, who's your, who's your uh, second team? Uh, before I get to the second team, I should give a shout out to Hills Insurance Solutions, who is bringing this episode of The Shooter's Roll tonight. So have you ever driven your vehicle uninsured, travelled overseas without travel insurance or been to the dentist without health cover? Well, constructing a home without the appropriate insurance as a builder can present the same familiar feeling of uneasiness. Whether building a new residential home or undertaking commercial renovations, builders and certain contractors should ensure they have contract works and liability, liability insurance to assist them during a loss on site. Make sure you protect your livelihood and the interests of your client with contract works and public liability insurance. For a no obligation free assessment, speak to Barry at Hills Insurance Solutions today on 04 00 
123644 or visit hillsinsurance.com.au. So don't roll the dice on building insurance but the kings the sacramento kings we be rolling we be rolling into the playoffs because and this is my argument for the sacramento kings health health you've got key personnel that they've been missing all season coming back look De'Aaron fox missed 15 games due to an ankle issue Bogdanovich missed a handful of games, 11 games due to injury. Rashawn Holmes missed 25 games. And their big ticket, Marvin Bagley's pretty much been out the whole season. Now, even though Bagley probably won't play in Orlando, you still have key personnel coming back in Fox, Bogdanovich, Holmes. And then you've got a, you know, a caliber a shooting high caliber shooting guard in buddy Heald, who luke Walt, coach walton's made him come off the bench and has actually transformed the team that and the fact that you know they've got more depth in with the acquisitions of alex len and kent Bazemore. i think this is a team that can really really make a, a run and jay you mentioned that the pels are a dark horse team this is the Dark Horse team. It's the Kings that are going to make them run. Uh, schedule looks, the schedule looks all right, you know. Spurs. Who they got? Mavericks. Oh, that's a win. The key games are against the Pelicans because they play the Pels twice, and I think they're going to be the key games. Um, they also play the Nets and the Rockets, and give or take the oh. Lakers. But that's a to-be-determined game. So uh, I think the schedule is there for the taking. Um, and the Kings, I think, will be a serious, serious contender to snap and take away that eight seed from the group. Back to you. Tell you what do you think, man. I'll let you go first. <laughs> Speechless. Oh, okay. That's how convincing I am. That's how convinced you, you just said it. Coming back from injury. So, how how warm are these guys ready to play already? How, like within a team aspect, are they able to play together consistently and play fluidly within the team system and get those Ws? Not against. I'm just even talking about the easiest teams, like the Spurs. Sorry, Lee. Um, but the Mavericks, dude, you got to watch out for those guys. But do you think they can compete on that level with Dallas, with maybe LA if it comes up, or okay, with can, New Orleans? I think. Can I just put it this way? Their scrimmage game, they beat the Clippers. Come on, what are you saying? They're, they're on four man. Come on, the Clippers. The Clippers it's, missing like for their for for their main players. Yeah, they're missing like they're, they still they're missing won. They still come on. Won. Okay, it's just one game. Next for that one game, though. Look at that, man. <laughs> Am I we, we have to look at. AD Swizzle. Who, who won the preseason in uh, uh, 2020? Who won the preseason? Hmm. You tell me. Exactly. No one knows. No one cares. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> I'm telling you now, though, that the Kings beat the Clippers, all right? In the bubble. 
Yeah, I watched it. Same. The same. <laughs> you, you, you basically got your starters playing against guys that uh, I've never heard of. The Clippers. Like, uh, I, I didn't know who they were. Ah, you finished? Jay, like you finished with that? Like, like, never heard of Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done. All right. Uh, you guys done? Yeah. Okay, my turn then. My turn. Okay. Yeah, you you have a um, compelling argument because they're only playing two teams that are, I guess, above 500, mm. uh, and they've got a lot of teams that are below 500, and they also they, they hold the tiebreaker for a lot of these teams that are close in the for the race. Uh, yeah, but I agree with uh, RJ because they come back from injury, so. And the other thing, I guess, with every team, right? So COVID, COVID nineteen is is a big part. Uh, if 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 people are missing their stars, like the Clippers did in in the scrimmage, uh, then I think it's up for grabs. Like I think all these teams have a shot if if they can play their regular style uh, and and play the regular minutes with with the players that they had in the in the season that we had. Um, I think everyone has a shot. But uh, yeah, the, the Kings being all healthy, at least the players are available. And if they're all available, then, then they can play, they, they can gel, uh, get on a run. It's it's pretty much like um, there's, there's no more traveling. Uh, everyone's rested. So I think all these teams have, have a great shot, I guess. Uh, and, and I guess I can't really argue against the Kings for this time. So I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, <it's gone. laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah, the facts are facts. Data is data. I'll take that. <laughs> it's not often that Trump concedes. So, yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks. <laughs> data is data. <laughs> All right. It's Dane time. Tell us about him. Jay? <sighs> these guys are absolute favourite to be with today. You have to give it to these guys. You got Collins and Lurkic coming back. The question is when? That's the key question, because we need those guys. I mean, the backcourt can't do it alone. I mean, we know how Dane plays. I mean, dude, the guy is just, he's a gun. McCollum, you know, again, another gun. We've got all these nice pieces around us, uh, you know, but we need Collins and we need Nurkic back. That's that's the key in progressing forward with this team. Because um, if we die, by the time we reach, you know, Half the te- half the games we got left, I reckon maybe with all, even though we've got time to rest with all this, you know, COVID nineteen things, but we the backcourt can't do it all. They need backup, and those two guys are are crucial to their advancement. Absolutely crucial, you know. But when I looked at their defensive rating, they that great. So it's it's about twenty seven or twenty nine in the league. That's a that's a open for me, and that's what I've looked into. And I thought, oh, we need to improve defensive rate. We're going to move forward to the playoffs. So, but Paul does have the weapons. They just need to be there, be there back in time. Yeah, look, Rebottles. I have my doubts. You want to go first, T? Sure. Gentlemen, too, yeah, you have to know. <laughs> oh, hey, you know. Yeah, so out of all the teams, I, I think um, Portland is, is one of those teams that no, that the Lakers don't want to see. If the Lakers finish first, they don't want to see Portland coming on the eighth. Uh, if they can get in, but that's that's a big if. So, so Ajay, you mentioned that um, 
all these players are coming back from injury. So I, I, I used your argument against this Swizzle. They're, they're coming back from injury. So they won't be up so, to full but speed. But they're not the key player. But yeah. Yeah. But they're not key players, though. Fox is a key I, player for the Kings. I think no. Nurkic is, is, is a key player for the Spurs. They like their their, their success in the past has been him, um, dom, I guess, not dominating the center position, or just matching up, giving the same output as, as the teams or the people he's matched up against. So he's a big part of it. Like mm. you think about, you know, last year, uh, like they, during the season, they, they were going really well when he was okay until he broke his leg. Like they, they were pushing top top four seed. So he's a big part uh, and. And I think he's he, he's more integral to to their team than Whiteside, because because he he understands that the the offense is based on movement. It's a bit like the, the Golden State offense when you had Bogut running it. With Nurkic, he he knew to get rid of the ball, uh, set screens, rebound hard. Uh, with Whiteside, the ball kind of stops. So 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 if we need they they need him to be I guess in in the flow. So he's he's, he's got these. Um, Eight games, uh, and then he, and then they get into it. So, uh, and and if if their guards can can, can hit big shots and, and score big, like we need Dame, they need Dame to score 50, 60 points every game, regardless. You know? And then CJ to chip in his twenty, uh, Carmelo to give ten, and then the rest to fill in uh, fill in the scoring. So that that's a lot to ask, uh, but uh, they have the the firepower to to get there, and and they have the history. Uh, they have history of. Dane being able to score 60-point games this year, and, and and if he can get on that little run, it, it, will, it will definitely be something to to watch. So, I, I agree that if they if they get on the run, they'll, they'll basically be the basically be the eight seed. If they get on the run, if. the big if, yeah, because their schedule is the worst I've seen. Grizzlies. Celtics, Rockets, Nuggets, Clippers, 76ers, Mavericks, and then the the Nets to finish it off if it's uh, if they're still in play. But they lose two of those early games. Dame is not playing. I tell you that. Dame's not going to play. Yeah, like he like he had the comment where he wants to play for something. So yeah, yeah. that's a Good tough. Point. That's a tough. The first ball game's tough. Grizzlies, Celtics, Rockets, Nuggets. They lose two of that. They're pretty much on the outside already. More on the outside. And then I don't think Dame's going to play the rest of the way. So, look, they, they they need to win. They need to streak it right from the beginning, I think. So, they need to catch uh, fire early, man. That's a tough That's a tough schedule. I don't want that schedule. Um, and but anything like can happen. Defending. Anything can happen. You never know. Oh, yeah, you never know. But it's not like they're defending the lead. That's the Grizzlies. Mm are in the position that they are in. They're, they're defending a lead. So, look, I, I don't, uh, I'm not envious of that, that schedule that the Blazers have. It's going to be a tough, tough ask to claw back Memphis's lead and to get into that last spot. So, well, all the best today. If, if, if there was one player out of, you know, the six contending teams that you would want on your team to try and push you over the top, it's Dane. Out of all the of all the players of the six teams we've talked about, he is the best player. This bonafide Absolutely. superstar. Definitely by bonafide far. superstar by far. By far the best player. So yeah. I'd rather have him in the team. We... But the one thing we have to understand with with the teams that we've selected, 
And all, also, it depends on the other team's uh, results too. So yeah, that has to work in your favor too. Let's not forget that. That's crucial as well. Of course, that's why it's easy for the Grizz because they've they they've they've got a defender lead here. Yeah. If they win the first mm. couple of games, they're like they're depending on my sin. Like it's theirs to lose at the end of the day, right? It's theirs to lose. Correct. It's theirs to lose. Nice. So I, I am excited about uh, the games coming up. It's going to be. Uh, uh, I want to keep on close eye. It's, it's going to be good. So I'm really looking forward to um, the the realistically the Kings, the Pels, and the Blazers making it interesting with to, to get that that spot off the Grizzlies. Realistically, just based on game percentages um, and what is realistic given the short window and the the, the amount of games left that they've got to play. So. Looking forward to that. Cool. Looking forward to it. I'm going to check these games in the next couple of days. Yeah. Have we discussed all eight? Have we discussed all the teams already? Yeah, we you have. Know what time it is? It's break or switch time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, you ready to play? So, rules. So, for the viewers at home. So, we pick a topic. If, you, if, if everyone wants to, wants to talk about it, we say swish. If one person says brick, we move on to the next topic. All right, first topic, uh, Anthony Davis, um, he got injured in, in one of these preseason scrimmage games. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Brick or swish, guys? Swish. Brick. Ah, okay. Move, move on, we move on. Okay, moving on. All right, so next one is, and usually in the, in the, in the postseason, LeBron James usually turns off his phone and he goes in playoff mode. Zero dark 30. Yeah, but yeah. he's been quoted to say that he cannot do this because of COVID. He wants to stay connected to his friends and family. Do you want to talk about it? Swish. 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 All right. Start with you, D. What do you want to talk about? Well, um, I want to talk about the change in mindset and, and, based, and the impact that COVID-19 has had on the king. Because... Um, when, when this first all started, I think a lot of people would have presumed that we'd be over this by now, you know, or hopeful that we'd be over the, the, the current situation um, with isolation. But, you know, we're coming on August and pe more than ever, people are taking more precautions about um, isolating themselves. And it's just interesting to see the evolution of the the Kings mentality going into what is going to be a key playoff run because like you mentioned to you, he's in the past zoned out of distractions um, I think it's interesting to see that now he's embracing um, the connection and the importance of connection during this time I think it shows he's human and also the fact that um He's accepted that things are different this season. It's 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 a totally different ball game, and his approach is different. I still think he'll put up the big numbers. I think the whole not being distracted um, previously was more aesthetics about you know the artificial um, distractions that social media plays. But what's happening now is real. Like people are dying. 
this is a real thing and it, it can't be ignored. So look, props to the king. I, I, I like the fact that he's he's staying connected with people. And I think it's true. Ajay. An extension to this uh, Swizzle's point, well, he has to make the necessary adjustments. Um, he under, he's understood, uh, you know, with, with this particular, you know, situation with COVID-19, uh, you know, basketball is important, but family is also very important too. Um, I think when before when he turned to Zero Dark Thirty, it was mainly with social media and all these, you know, all these big shout outs and all this stuff, it's distractions, but with him turning on his social media and phones and, and whatnot, it's it's mainly family. And he knows and he understands the importance of that, especially connecting with his family on on, on a regular basis. Um, you know, you can't just switch up your family. I mean, I don't know who would do that, even though you're the focus is always going to be there. You know that it's LeBron James. He's done it for 17 years, you know, and I'm sure he, he knows how to balance the two. Uh, but with this COVID-19, the appropriate adjustments need to be made and he's done it. So what can you say? He, he knows how to get it done. And he will get it done. It's still been sound LeBron James. Need triple, need triple double numbers. They'll get there. They'll pass. Sure. Um, my thing is, once you're in the bubble, it's, it's pretty much... Um a lot of distractions are gone. So you don't have to worry about where you're going to stay or what you're going to do after the game, uh, travel uh, from and, and to the stadium and home. Uh, it's pretty much people playing the games and they're going straight to the rooms. So there's, there's less distractions regardless. Uh, so moving on to the next topic. So we all know that uh, MJ's last dance came out probably over a month ago. Uh, the fallout has been of, I guess, Scotty Pippen. The question is, is Scotty still connected to MJ? Pick a swish. Swish. Sure, well, I'll play this game. Swish. <laughs> oh, okay, so... Shoot as well, he just went in. So, so basically spoke to him and, and, and his comment was about um, why would why would uh, Scotty, I'm just speaking of Scotty, why would he be angry about something 30 years ago? And, and, and he's saying that um, it's good to, to expose the truth um, and think how things are in the basketball team. RJ? Whether we're talking about Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, whether we're talking about Shaq and Kobe, whether we're talking about Kareem or Magic, Mikhail and Bird, name your duos. There's always going to be some sort of clashes. There's always going to be some sort of disagreements. These guys are top-rated superstars. And believe it or not, they've got egos. They're humans. Um, so I'm sure Scottie would probably think for a second that, oh, he did that really? But let's, let's not forget what you've accomplished with him. And I know you're not going to forget that. I mean, the guy has, has helped you progress into the great player that you, you are right now and help you, you know, provided you and given you a platform to be, you know, someone else and something else after basketball. You're not going to hate on a guy that's going to do that for you. So I think with this, you know, maybe Horace, I can understand, but Scotty, I don't think he's there. He, in a temporary moment, he would come up with his with his feelings, but I'm sure that's just going to subside. This is what you got. I I would ordinarily argue that you know, progression of time, just just let it be. Like, but I'm going to be a pain in the ass and and go the other way and say it's important to talk about your feelings. And I've learned oh about gosh. this on a personal experience. 
I think it's important to acknowledge where, uh, as opposed to bottling things up. And if he wants to bet now, good for him. But as long as it's a way to move on, to, to, to acknowledge a moment, understand it, and then move on. But, you know, holding grudges for 30 years, I don't think it's a healthy thing. Maybe he's been holding it up and he hasn't talked about it. And this is his first opportunity to talk about it. So good for him for talking about it. Yep. Um, I call bullshit. I reckon Pippen is hurt uh, by, by Jordan. Uh, and really? And he doesn't want to admit it. Like, you know, I think initially when it came out, he's like, like, could you think about the, the, the documentary we spoke about? I'll get, leave the link below. Um, the, the, the whole thing was, why are you talking about Scotty like in the year that Jordan wasn't playing? You know what I mean? Like, okay, he didn't take the last shot. Like, that season had nothing to do with Michael Jordan. That that's the argument, right? So, I I think he was hurt because there there was a lot of reports uh, on social media, uh, and, and during that time, Pippen did not talk to any reporters. Like he he went um, he he went cold cold turkey on social media, and he didn't appear on any of the shows that he's usually on. So I think initially he was hurt, but um, like you said, RJ, uh, Michael Jordan gave him a lot and pretty much. Him, him and Jordan created history with six championships. So, I call bullshit originally. <laughs> but I think he got over it. Alright, so let's move on to the last and final topic. So, with the success of the bubble, there has been zero, zero positive um, test results. Uh, we've seen other leagues, uh, baseball, football, um, in their pre-seasons that um, people are getting positive tested. So, there's this talk of uh, the bubble being uh, implemented in the full season next year. Book a swish, guys. Swish. Swish. Okay, so so this got a bit more detail into it. So they, because the success of the bubble, uh, the players in, in, in all the leagues are saying the NBA is doing it the best job because they're, they're making it so hard for these players um, to, 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 I guess, get a positive um, test. They're pretty much in the the, the heart of uh, hotspot, uh, yet yet we're getting no no positive tests. So the question with uh, baseball, we, we're seeing a lot of positive tests, and because they don't have a bubble, they're, they're living at home, they're just attending the game, and we're getting multiple players actually getting it. So so it, it, if this is happening a full season, like your your thoughts of this, Wizzle, um, if this happens, uh, you got to protect your investment. The league's protecting its investment. I think there is a product here to sell. I think most people would want to see basketball be played and having to sit out a season for everybody's sake because um, what the ramifications are with the players is um, the, the the salaries are going to go down from here onwards. More time off means less money for the players. Players want to get paid. People want to and 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 viewers want to see sport. And the only way to do that is to try and control a already bad situation. And I think it's it's got to come down to players acknowledging what they do for a living. They, they are there to perform uh, a job like everybody else um, in the world who you know, some people are on the front line of health. Some people are in the schools teaching children. 
um, the players are there to do a job and if they have to do their job in the most safest way to do it and the, the facilities are being provided to them it's not like they're out there um, they have a job and their job is to play basketball and I think they should stay true to it and I think the league um, ultimately is doing their best to ensure that the players are safe doing a job um, to allow the players to do their job so that all round the, the impact, the detrimental impact isn't exacerbated by um, having to sit out a season. Roger. Well, I think the NBA has done a great job um, and has gone above and beyond uh, to try and help, you know, cater for the players to play their game and help them sort of uh, unwind and, and try to sort of do other things like, you know, like they've provided barbershops, they've provided um, all the necessary things that they normally do. The only thing that I can think of um, that's really popped into mind is the Williams situation, you know, all the side chicks and, the, and the, the groupies I think that's the only thing but apart from that I think the league has provided everything that they want and they need on there so for me if it's going to move forward with the same process I, again a great point to D-Swizzle yes they're protecting their investments and whatever it takes to protect them but still get the job done and still you know provide entertainment uh, globally I think it should happen I mean why not I mean, it's it's still happening. I mean, yeah, like you said, baseball is, is the cases are rising because they're carrying on like it's not like it's not happening. Um, but the NBA, they're all in one spot. Um, you know, they, they get to play and they just go straight to their room. Um, so look forward to it. If it's a whole season that way, not a problem. As long as they play ball for me, I love I love ball. So give it to me in a bubble. Yep, just finishing off the uh, swish, 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 and brick. So yeah, so my my views on the thing is, you know, I think the bubble is actually safer than the real world. Like they, they, they you know, in the real world, then you're you have more of a chance of it, you know, basically more interaction, uh, and you know, you're risking your life even more. So everyone wants to make money. The NBA is entertainment at the end of the day. Um, if they don't, if the players don't, don't opt in, they don't have to make money, and everyone else can cancel. The NBA. It's probably losing money by creating the bubble initially for the end of the new season. But definitely next year, they, they, everyone's going to make money. So I'm, I'm all for it. Um, allowing the fan base, allowing us to watch a game during this pandemic um, and, and getting our minds off, um, I guess, all, all these issues we're, we're facing now in these trying times. So yeah, so back to you, RJ, to, um, to sum up the, the night. Well, thanks for your feedback, guys, for the rest for the, for the eighth spot. I uh, want to thank my panel, T. Thanks for participating tonight, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, D. Swizzle. Pleasure, as always. You got to take off. You got to take off that jersey, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, before we end it tonight, please subscribe to our page on Shooters Roll on YouTube, IG, and even on Twitter, oh, on Facebook too. I forgot. Sorry. If you haven't already, please subscribe. See you on this soon. Looks for us with the orange logo. Have a good night, guys.